Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Hello there, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. This is Tony Defio, longtime contributor for Behind the Steel Curtain. And I wanted to share with you today my favorite Christmas memory. And that was from 1984. I was 12 years old. And for whatever reason, 1984 was one of those years that I still think about to this day. And the, the memories that I, I gained that year from playing flag football, I had the chicken pox that year, the worst fever I've ever had. I was hallucinating. Everything that happened that year, I, I, I remember, I, I, it feels like it happened yesterday. Uh, the end of that year, my mom, my two sisters, my brother and me, we all had to go and live with my grandparents and uncle in the West end of Pittsburgh in this, in this little two bedroom house in, in, in the West end of Pittsburgh, PA. And to give you some context, my, my, my uncle is the same age as me. So we were kind of like brothers. So we, all of us were in this little house from around Halloween of 1984 through March of 85. So obviously during this time, my Christmas vacation occurred. I don't know if you ever watched the Griswold's Christmas vacation. This is the movie where, where Clark and his wife and kids, instead of traveling like they did the first two movies, they welcomed their family to their home. And, and as you might imagine, over the course of, of the movie, a lot of hilarity ensued, a lot of chaos, some arguments, some tempers flared up. But at the end of the day, they all had each other and, and, and they all had a great Christmas. And that's what, what, what my Christmas vacation from 1984 kind of felt like. It was, it was me, my uncle, who I mentioned is the same age as me, my brother, my two sisters, my mom, my grandparents. They had a dog, Zorro, all living in this house for 10 days straight. One of those Christmas vacations that I'll, it's my favorite one uh, ever. And how that relates to the Steelers, 
Well, first, I want to give you some context on, on, on their year in 1984. They were 9-7. and seven. They won the AFC Central, their old division, by the skin of their teeth. Uh, they went into that day in that final game with an 8-7 and seven record. The Bengals were 7-8. and eight. They won their game. Had Pittsburgh lost, and they were playing the Raiders in Los Angeles, the defending Super Bowl champions, the Bengals, through tiebreakers that I don't remember, they, they would have been the uh, Central Division champions, if you can believe that. So the Steelers had to win that day against the Raiders. They did, and they were under the playoffs to take on the the Broncos in the divisional round. Hours after that final regular season game, the annual Children's Hospital Telethon hosted by KDK, the local CBS affiliate in Pittsburgh, that was on. And that was one of my favorite things to watch every year growing up. You know, I I just really loved that telethon. It really just gave me that warm and fuzzy, sort of cozy feeling every year. And it was so great to see all the local folks come by and, 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 and donate money. And of course, you know, local sponsors donated money and KDK, excuse me, personalities. They took turns hosting various segments. One one of the hosts was uh, John Sanders, the former sports anchor for KDK. During his segment hosting, he mentioned the Steelers victory that day against the Raiders and how they clinched the AFC central. And there was just so much excitement in his voice describing the, um, the Steelers' uh, upcoming playoff game in in about two weeks against against the Broncos. And in the back of my mind, I, obviously, I was a big time fan of the Steelers. I you know I have been since the age of seven. In, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, well, he's really excited, but they were only nine and seven. Are they really going to beat the Broncos? You know, I, I was optimistic, but you just never know when it comes to uh, to the playoffs. And <clears throat> certainly, I don't think many people expected Pittsburgh to win that game. So anyway. Uh, um, a, a few days after the Steelers uh, game, that's when my Chris- Christmas vacation began. The thing I wanted more than anything for Christmas that year was one of those, um, remember those little Sony um, tape recorders? Not like the small ones, but sort of like the standard size that you would see from the late 70s through the 80s, uh, like you would always see on the cop shows. Like Steve McGarrett would sit down at, at the table and, or maybe uh, Dano and press record and, and tell the uh, suspect to start talking. One of those tape recorders. I, I just always wanted one of those growing up, and I finally got one, and it was, it was great. And one of my favorite, my family's favorite memories ca- came either that night, Christmas night, after I got my tape recorder, or maybe the next day. And that was uh, all of us, my grandfather, me, my uncle, my brother, and two sisters sitting around a, Chris- a kitchen table acting goofy. My grandfather, who who... who he was the Inger. He, he was from Pittsburgh, but he was Polish and, and he, he liked to speak. You know, he knew a little bit of Polish, not, not, not a great deal, but he knew enough that he, he liked to talk in, in, in Polish from time to time. And so, you know, he's, you know, I'm recording him saying these Polish things. My uncle and I are talking goofy, acting goofy. My sisters are carrying on. My brother's acting goofy. <clears throat> so that, so, you know, that, that's a recording that I had for many years until the, uh, the, the old cassette just, I guess, I don't know. I guess it just, got wet or something. I don't, I don't know what happened to it, but it, it stopped working. And, and and my mom, later that night, I had her record the song, I'll Be Home for Christmas on my tape recorder. And all throughout the week of my Christmas vacation, my uncle and I were were acting like uh, play-by-play announcers, talking about the, the Steelers and the Broncos game. We're carrying on. And, and one of the recordings, my, my grandmother I guess it was either too late or too early in the day and, and we're carrying on being too loud and, and you can hear her screaming in the background, shut up. Or my uncle got He-Man dolls that year. And at one point uh, th- during this week, 
were carrying on in the bedroom and 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 Graham's upstairs. You better knock it off, or you're gonna be looking for those He-Man dolls up in the alley. You know, typical Pittsburgh, uh, not Pittsburgh mom to me, but Chris, Pittsburgh mom to my uncle. You know, and and um, it, it was it was funny, but that throughout that whole week, we're you know obviously enjoying Christmas, all the trappings that go along with that. But at the same time, we're, we're excited about the playoff game that I think it, it was on December 28th. It was coming up. You know, it's, it's on our minds, especially my grandfather and my uncle. My grandfather, he was a, a Steelers fan well before the 70s. He was a, you know, he was a diehard long before they finally enjoyed their success starting in 1972. So as you might imagine, he really, he really was thrilled when they finally um, – got over the hump and became the the legendary franchise that they still are to this day, you know, winning those four Super Bowls. So so we were all excited talking about the the Broncos and and did we think they were going to win? That brings me to December 28th and my grandfather, my uncle and I for whatever reason, I don't know why, we we left my grandmother's house, my, my you know, we my grandparents' house. And we went over to my my aunt's house, my aunt May, to watch this big divisional playoff game against the Broncos. And again, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic, but in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, well, what kind of chance do they have? And as you know, as you may or may not know, they, they won, they prevailed in the end, 24 to 17. And watching that game that day is, is one of my favorite sports memories ever. Three generations of my family. Well, I guess, yeah, three, yeah, three generations of my family, my grandfather, my aunt and uncle and me watching this, this great victory. And to this day, when I think of that, that Broncos game at the end of 1984, that playoff game and, and that 24 to 17 victory, I, I still can't believe that they won that game. And, they, and I've seen them win two Super Bowls and make it to a couple others. And I've seen some great moments, but I still can't believe that they won that game. That's why I love football so much. That's why I love the Steelers so much. To me, football and the NFL, they are the perfect marriage for the holidays. Because, you know, you know, whatever holiday you're celebrating this time of year, if you love football, you get to sit around with your family and enjoy it in front of the TV. And I, I still, to this day, things are different now. You know, everybody's, you know, they have their own families. And we try to get together as much as we can every year, this year being the exception, of course. But it's, it's to, to me, you know, my favorite thing about football is family and, and, and the memories of, of, of watching the Steelers and watching it with my family. You know, I watch a lot of games by myself. I always have <laughs> since I was a little kid, but the moments that I watch them with my family are some of my favorite moments. That includes the two Super Bowls that they won and the one that they, or the two that they, and the two that they lost and some big playoff games over the years. It's, there's nothing like watching in my, for my money, there's nothing like watching the Steelers with family. Uh, some people think it's it's friends, and I, I enjoy that too. But to me, it's it's watching the Steelers with my family, and there's no greater memory than that time in 1984, watching them uh, defeat the Denver Broncos in the divisional round of the playoffs. And no matter what what holiday you're celebrating, I, I hope it's a great one, and I hope you get to enjoy your family as much as you can during this pandemic. And of course, I hope you get to enjoy the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I hope they create some some lasting holiday memories for you. So happy holidays out there, everybody. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. 
Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.